before I call on the preacher of this thing, just few words about him personally. When I came to this land, he is the first person I met as a friend and as a fellow believer to pray with me. When I was asking for God to show one person, he is the person, he was the person God has shown me. And he is, as we pray for Dr. Indrajit David, and we were the part of that fellowship, and Brother Ravi Chandra is the founding member even in that time, as one of the elder, and the first pastoral team member as well. And he was leading the castle ministry of the church, and he migrated to Canada 12 years before. So I, that's all I wanted to say. And uh, I'll call on Brother Ravi Chandra to come and share God's word. Shall we welcome him once again? I'm so excited to stand here after 11 years and 5 months. Because when I left, it was June 30th, 2001. I stood here and I said goodbye to the church before I left to Toronto, Canada. And it's by His grace, He brought me here. And I'm so thrilled and so excited. And last night also I came for the vigil night. And to see many faces that I know and the new faces Though I do not know, nice to see you all. God bless you. For today's message, let us turn to Mark chapter 1, verses from 21 through 28. Mark chapter 1, 21, verses 21 through 28. Then they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. Now there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know you, sorry, I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked them, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had convulsed him and cried out with a loud voice, he came out of him. Then they were all amazed so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? What a new doctrine is this? For with authority he commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And immediately his fame spread throughout all the region around Galilee. Shall we look to the Lord in prayer? Our most loving and gracious family, Father, we thank you for this wonderful time. Thank you for the beautiful opportunity that you have given to me, O oh, Father, to come again 
Lord, and stand in this place with my dear brethren. Lord, I feel very much at home here, Lord. Father, where you taught me to become your servant. And thank you for teaching me to continue as a servant of yours, Lord. Father God, even as you are going to meditate your word, lead all of us in the path that we should learn what you have in store for us today. Hide the speaker. Hide the listeners behind your cross. Lord, we are here for only one purpose. That is to glorify the name of the Lord. That's all. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. The passage that we read, I only want you to underline, if you want to underline, verse 22, it says, For he taught them as one having authority. Underline, one having authority. And also, verse 27, we find, what is this? What a new doctrine is this? For with authority he commands the even, the unclean spirits. With authority. So, so today's message titled as the authority of Jesus Christ. So we touched on, on those two uh, words, sorry, the phrases, one having authority, speaks about Jesus, and the testimony from the people saying, this man is with authority. So, what is the meaning of authority? First of all, we should know that. What is the meaning of authority? The word, Greek word, says, ex exousia. Exousia is the translation that is in English called authority. It speaks about denoting ability or strength or power that one is endured or given. A simple example, you go to the road, if the signal lights are not working, suddenly you find a policeman come with a whistle and sometimes with a stop sign or just with his bare hand. Maybe that policeman is not a big man, maybe he is a skinny guy, he stands in the center of the intersection, and there could be a big truck coming. Even with the blow of the truck, this man could be, sorry, the, the approach of the uh, truck, this man could be blown away. But he could stand there and he puts his hand, even that biggest truck has, should stop. What? If I go and do, it will not happen. But he can do that because he is given authority by the Royal Oman Police. Understand? I cannot do that. He can do because he is under authority of Royal Oman Police and he can exercise that authority because he is under the authority of Royal Oman Police. So the same way Jesus was given the authority and that authority was given to him by whom? God the Father. That's why we find in John chapter 12 verse 49, he says, For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command what I should say and what I should speak. 
It is not Jesus who spoke, but he spoke under the authority that he received from the Father God. And when Jesus was talking with authority, how did Jesus uh, 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 speak to people? Moses and the Pharisees and the scribes, when they were talking, they were talking like this. The Moses says, the law says, the prophet said, that's how they preached. But when Jesus came, he said, I say, I say unto you, verily, verily, I say unto you. So the people were shocked. Oh, how can this man say, I say unto you? So they were shocked. Then he told, it is not I who speak this one, but the Father who sent me, given me the authority, so I can speak that one. And when he was performing miracles, when he was talking like that, the Pharisees and the Sadducees came to him, and they asked him, Matthew chapter 21, verse 23, it says, The chief priests and the elders said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? They asked the correct question. But they didn't know the answer. And they never wanted to accept the answer given by Jesus. But we understand. So authority is something that is given to a person who is subordinate to that authority. And as long as you are under that authority... We receive that authority from the higher power. Excuse me. <clears throat> now we are going to see how Jesus exercised this authority. What, are, what do we find in the Bible? And Jesus had authority over sickness. Luke chapter 4.40 says, All those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. So he had authority over sickness. And Jesus had authority over evil spirits. Mark chapter 1 and verse 27, the latter part says, They question for which Authority, he commands even to the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And again we find, Jesus had authority over nature. Mark chapter 4, 39, we find that incident. When the disciples were going with him, and there was a big squall in the sea, Sea of Galilee, and Jesus was sleeping, and these disciples who were professional fishermen could not control. They ran to Jesus and asked, Lord, we are dying. And Jesus just got up. And what did he say? He de then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. And one day, Jesus was walking and there was a victory. He wanted to eat. And all what he found in the fig tree was leaves. Then he, I don't know what he wanted to demonstrate, but in front of the disciples he told, let people eat no more fruits from you. 
And the same evening what happened? The fig tree withered. And one day disciples were in the sea trying to row. It was uh, that the wind was so heavy, Jesus was somewhere away watching over them from the mountain top and found them struggling. What did he do in the night? He walked on the water. So it simply says he had authority over the nature. And Jesus had authority over death. John chapter 5, 28 and 29 says, All who are in graves will hear his voice and they will come. They will come. And he demonstrated that on the earth. When Lazarus died, what did he do? He went to the tomb and he said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came. Good that he never told, come forth, the whole grave would have come. But he clearly told, Lazarus, come. Right? And also, he went to a, to a, a synagogue leader called Jairus. His daughter was dead. And he went and told, Talita Kumi. And the daughter got up. And also we find a son of a widow from a village called Nain. He was dead and he was the only child to that woman. And Jesus went and brought him back to life. So he had, he has authority over death. And also we find Jesus has authority to forgive sins. Matthew chapter 9 verse 6 says, But that you may know that Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sin. When Jesus forgave sin to that paralytic, everyone complained. Only God can do. How can he do? Then he said, I have the authority. From where did he receive that authority? The one who has authority to forgive sin has given the authority to the Son to forgive sin on his behalf as his representative. And also we find Jesus has authority to give eternal life. John chapter 10 verse 28 says, And I give them eternal life, and they shall, sorry, and they shall never perish. And the similar corresponding verse that we find in John chapter 3 and verse 16, for God has, God so loved the world, and he has given his one and only son, so whoever believes in him has eternal life. Right? And also there's another authority we find, authority to make us God's children. We find that verse, John chapter 1 and verse 12. But as, may, sorry, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. Thank God for their authority, you know. Otherwise none of us will be sitting here. He made us his children by simply through our faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Another authority Jesus had, authority to judge. 
John chapter 5 and verse 30 says, As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous, but I do not seek my own, but the will of the Father who sent me with authority to judge the world. And the last one, authority, that we find Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18. What does it say? And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, what, what authority? All authority. All what I said is pebbles, okay? Here and there. Now finally he said, forget about all what I said. All authority, everything, anything you name, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. By whom? By the Father. Then what happened when Jesus was on the earth, he received authority from the Father to operate on his behalf, and then he gave that authority to his disciples. I understand. The authority, the, the authority operates in that way. The higher power gives the authority to the subordinate to operate on the superior power's behalf. And we operate for him because he has given. That's why I told you about that policeman, right? ROP has given him the authority to operate on their behalf. So here we find Jesus gave authority to his apostles in Mark chapter 3, 14 and 15. He appointed twelve that he might send them out to preach and to have authority to drive out demons. So he gave, so how many apostles were there at that time? Twelve, right? Okay. Then he gave other, all the disciples authority Luke chapter 10 and verse 19. I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. So Jesus authorized his disciples to carry on the work that has been designed for them in the kingdom of God by giving him giving them the authority that he has received from the Father. Now, I am working for a company. I, the company has given me authority to correspond to the outside people on their behalf. And I have the authority to tell what to do and what not to do. If I stand, sit at home, and if I do things, will anyone listen? No. As long as I am under authority, and if the authority is given to me, I can operate with that authority, right? So, now the question is, if we are the disciples, if Jesus gave authority to the disciples and they operated under that authority, all what they wanted to do according to the kingdom purpose, do we have that same authority from Jesus. We are also disciples, right? It was not only limited to the first century disciples, it is for all the disciples until today, this very moment. 
So, again, what is the principle? As long as I am under the authority, I will receive authority. If I am under Jesus as his disciple, I will have that authority bestowed upon me by Jesus. That is the principle. That's what exactly centurion did. When Jesus, the centurion came to Jesus, what did he tell? Lord, my servant is sick. Then Jesus wanted to go and he said, no. No need not come. Because I will tell you what I do. I have authority from Roman government and I operate under the Roman government's authority and to anyone who is under me, I say go and he goes. Anyone whom I say come and he comes. So if I can authority over people under me, you have authority over sickness, you need not come. Say go and go. Right? So he said stand. Tell the sickness to go. And what happened? Sickness? That's what exactly he did. Right? That's what we find. Uh, in Luke chapter 7, 8. For also, a centurion told Jesus, For I also a man, sorry, I also am a man placed under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. So, we understand. How many of you understand? I mean, sorry, how many of us understand what authority is now? At least we got some idea, right? Okay. So, if I, if I am to have authority in me as a disciple, what is the uh, important requirement? If I want to have the authority of Jesus Christ upon me, I should be a disciple. How do we become a disciple? First of all, we repent from our evil ways. Then we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior and we submit to His authority. I told you, you know, unless we submit, unless we are under, unless we become subordinates, unless we allow Him to be our Lord, authority won't be given to me. So I accept Him as the Lord and as the higher power over me and He gives me power to exercise the authority for kingdom purpose. Excuse me. So, do we have authority? Are we disciples of Jesus? Does Jesus give authority to all of us to operate on his behalf for the kingdom purpose? Good. Now the next question. Why did he give? Why did he give authority? First of all, to evangelize the world. Matthew chapter 18, sorry, 28, 18 to 20. Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and 
I am with you always. So authority is given. The, prior, the number one priority is to evangelize. Go. Preach. Make them disciples. So if we are people of authority, that is the task given to all of us. I don't know how many of us are faithful to that. How many of us have gone out? He said, go. Go means what? How many people can say the answer? Go means what? Go means don't sit. That's the answer. Go means don't sit. Right. The next one is to overcome devil. To overcome devil. Chapter, Ephesians chapter 6, 10 to 12, he says, sorry, Paul writes, Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God and that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. So number one, evangelizing. Second one, to live a victorious Christian living, defeating the devil, flesh, sin, world, every negative influence that could come from within and without. We have always problem inside as well as outside, right? Inside, we have problem. Outside, devil is giving problem. Right? So, we have, we are, actually, that's why Paul says, we are miserable people, right? Right. So, now the question is, we have authority from Jesus, we are disciples, and we know what to do with that authority as to evangelize and to live a victorious Christian living. Fine. How many of you agree with me until now? Until this point? Okay, few people. Thank God. All the others are confused. Right. Now, we'll go to the next point. If the authority is given to us, if Jesus is the authority giver, and we are the disciples under him, why are we failing? That's the question. Why are we failing to exercise that authority? Why are we not doing the things that we are supposed to do? Why are the disciples, why are we not doing the evangelization? Why are we not going? Why Christians are beaten up many times and kind of finding it difficult to live a glorious, victorious life? Why? Is there anything wrong with that authority? Is there anything wrong with the, uh, the, uh, the authority given by Jesus? Or is there anything wrong with Jesus? So we are going to look at that one. Because I think that is the most crucial area that we are supposed to touch. I'll tell you why the reason is. Though Jesus has given us his authority. Authority is the governing power. And as long as we are under that power... We will have the authority under that power. The problem is, we have another supreme power living in us, other than Jesus' power. You know that? How many of you know there is another problem we have? Apart from Jesus' power, apart from his authority, we have another power operating within us. And Romans chapter 7 Verse 21 to 23, we find, I find then a law, who is writing? 
Paul is writing. To whom he is writing? To the believers. To the believers. He writes, I find then a law that evil is present within me. How come evil can be? I am saved. That's why we are going to look at. The one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of good. Sorry. Of God according to the inward man. But I see. Underline. But I see. Another law in my members. Warring against the law of my mind. And bringing me into captivity. Of law of sin. Which is in my members. Oh, oh, that is not good, huh? I have liberty. I thought I have liberty the moment I became a Christian. Now I find what? I have something within me warring, causing all the problems. So we want to see why that happened. How come that nature has not been driven away from me? Let, let me explain. When we became the children of God, He gave us the Holy Spirit. But before we became a children of God, who were we? We were born in sin. That's what Psalm chapter 51 verse 5 says. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. So when I came out of my mother's womb, what was my condition? I was a sinner. And the wages of, sorry, wages of sin is death. So when I came out, what was living in me? Sin. And I was spiritually dead. And that sin in me is called sinful nature. And some people refer this as flesh. So the flesh and sinful nature. So anyone who is born on this earth need not to be tutored to sin. Need not to be taught. Automatically we sin. Like a dog barks, man sins. Automatically. Right? No one need to teach. So what do we have inside? Sinful nature. But when we receive Jesus Christ, Jesus gave us what? Eternal life through His Spirit. Understand, but He did not remove sinful nature. <laughs> that is the problem. When He put the Spirit within me, new life in me, He did not remove my sinful nature. Excuse me. Now, how many things are inside me now? How many authorities are there? Two authorities, my goodness. Two kings. Two dominations. Two powers within me. Why did he do that? The reason is, when God created man, he gave man one special Anointing or one special power that is called, if you don't know, write it, 
freedom of choice. Only man is given freedom of choice. Sun has no freedom of choice. You know that? When God says go in this orbit, it, from the day it was created, it goes only. He can't change. For the moon, it says you go this way, it goes that way. For the tree, he says you grow with the green leaves and bear this fruit, it can't change. For a dog before 5,000 years, the same dog is here after 5,000 years. Dog cannot change. Only man has freedom to choose, the freedom of choice. If there should be freedom of choice, there has to be choices, right? To exercise freedom of choice, you have to have choices. That's why when the first man was created, God put the choice. Free of life, free of evil. Right? Now you understand why man is created with the freedom of choice. If, there, if we are supposed to exercise or choose, we have to have choices. That's why God put these two trees. Now, even after we are saved, He did not remove the freedom of choice. Again, He is giving us what? Freedom to choose which authority you are supposed to be under. God's authority or sinful authority. The nature of the sinful, sorry, uh, uh, the sinful nature that is inside. And he still says, exercise whichever you want to. That's the problem we have. Now I'll tell you, I had a, if I have an old car, 1960 Ford, it never starts easily. But after a very long time I put, mm, mm, Start and it smokes so much and it goes. Sometimes people walk faster than the car. And I cried to God and He gave me a brand new Benz. So, how many cars I have? One excellent, perfect condition. The other one is old, rugged. And for my amazement and astonishment, many of us still drive that old car. Only keeping the new car, polishing, keeping it there. You all understand what I'm trying to say, right? Still old nature. So, under whom you are, under whom we are exercising the authority, that authority will take control of us. All because of God has given us the freedom to choose, freedom of choice. So, and that's why we find in Romans chapter 8, verse 1 and 2, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, underlying. Those who do not walk according to the flesh. What is the another name for flesh? Sinful nature. With that we were born. And that will never be removed. Mind you. Whether you are a believer or unbeliever, that is the permanent deposit in our, inside us. That's why I said we have problem inside also. Outside Satan, outside world. I'll tell you, if there is no Satan, no world, still we will be sinning. 
Right? Because it is implanted inside. So don't blame all the time Satan. Satan will be crying. Hey, Baba, I didn't do anything. I'm just sitting outside. No, you have problem inside. Right? Yeah. So we understand. So for the law of then, according to the spirit, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free because I switched my authority under the law of the spirit. Not no more law of sin and death. So there are two laws operating. Under which law we are, that law will authorize you to exercise the authority under its evil power. Or the superior power of God. So whose choice is that? Tell me. Tell me. Why are we failing? We make wrong choices. Don't blame God. He gave you the right spirit, right authority, a great power to evangelize, to live a victorious living, to bring people to the Lord and cast demons and heal people. Everything is given. He never changed. Who changed? We changed. Instead of clicking to that authority, we chose to obey to our instinct of our sinful nature. And who failed? We failed. Because of the freedom of choice. So what is the answer? So what is the answer? Choose correctly. How to choose correctly? Walk by the Spirit. The more and more we spend time with the Lord in praying, in listening to His Word, obeying Him and making Him be the superior in my life, then Bible says, what does it say? For the law of the Spirit of Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. As long as we obey Him, as long as we are under His authority, you can overcome the authority of flesh. We can overcome the authority of sin and death. So we can become His wonderful instrument to reach the people, to lead a victorious Christian living. So, winning or losing is whose hands? Winning or losing is in whose hands? My hand. Don't blame anybody. If you are a victorious Christian, it's your choice. If you are a losing and losing Christian, again it's your own choice. My choice. So, I'm going to conclude it. Romans chapter 8, verse 12 to 14. Excuse me, I'm having a dry lip. What does it say? Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, ah, he's putting a condition. If you live according to the flesh, you will die. See, I'm, I'm putting a little stress. You will die. But, and he says, but, put a big bubble over that but. He says, choice is yours. But, if by the Spirit you put death, the deeds of the body, that is flesh, you will live. So, two choices. 
living or dying. By the spirit or sinner under the sinful nature. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are sons of God. Now the question is, are you the sons of God or the sons of devil? Choices? Whose authority are we under? Choices? So don't blame anybody. You don't like this message, no? Looking at me so, why this guy has come all the way from Canada to torture us like that? I'll tell you, this is the word of God for the day. Okay, now let us, so my question is, do we have Jesus' authority? Do we exercise that authority to do God's will, evangelizing and overcoming evil? Do we constantly submit to that authority of Christ by allowing the Spirit of God to control us over the temptation of flesh? If those answers are yes, I'll tell you, all of us have punched a hard punch on the face of the devil now. And he's shaking now. He's now thoroughly disturbed. So when we go out, we'll move from, go from this place with a great determination, with great zeal in our heart. And we go and say, I will live for Jesus. Because I am under his authority. If we exercise his authority, everything that is said in the Bible, those who have authority can do all these things, will be done by you, by me, by everyone, within no time. Ruby, musket, the whole one will be evangelized. Correct? Yeah. Right? So, shall we close our eyes? Shall we close our eyes? And listen to the message. Put those messages inside you. And ask this question. Whose authority I am under? Under whose authority I am functioning? Is it Jesus? Or is it the sinful nature. Which is controlling me? Choice is ours. It is my choice. That's why, as we meditate, as we meditate now, upon the word that has been spoken, now I pray, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy upon us, Lord. Lord, give us to make the correct choice right now. Who, under whose authority I am going to be. Hallelujah, Lord. Now this is the time for your rededication, recommitment. And you are going to ask the Lord, Lord, take over. I hand over everything to you, Lord. Take over. Because there is therefore now no condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Oh, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the Lord, the Spirit, Life in Christ Jesus has 
Lord, we are delighted to hear your servant after several years coming to bring this word unto us again. Father, we thank you for his life. Father, we thank you for keeping him. Father, we thank you for his testimony. Father, we thank you for sustaining him. Everlasting Father, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Father, because you have seen the condition of our hearts, you have brought this word into us this day. We ask, O Lord, that the heart to be able to hearken unto all that we have heard this day. Father, we ask that you will release unto us in the name of Jesus. Father, that the journey, the rest of the journey of our life will be victorious living in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your name, mighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Shall we share the grace? In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord. Forever and never. Amen. Go in the peace of the Lord. Let's clap. Thank you, Lord. I found a new way of living. I found a new life divine. I have the fruit of the Spirit. By abiding, abiding in the vine, abiding in the vine, abiding in the vine, love, joy, help, peace, he appears in mine, I have prosperity, power and victory, abiding, abiding in the vine. I found a new way of living, I found a new life divine. The fruit of the Spirit By abiding, abiding in the vine Abiding in the vine Abiding in the vine Love, joy, help it Heal me the mine I have prosperity Power and victory Abiding, abiding in the mine I have prosperity Power and victory Abiding Abiding in the vine I have prosperity Power and victory Abiding Abiding in the vine